This week on Two Noobs, is the FCC trying to pull the plug on the broadcast license for the iconic Fox 29 Philadelphia station? Is Joe Biden trying to take away your iconic drinking privileges? Then an iconic bull in an iconic car takes an iconic ride, and the Philadelphia icons, I'm, I'm sorry, Eagles season is upon us, we give our iconic predictions. Start the iconic music. With that, we welcome you to episode 153 of Two Noobs Talking, the podcast that'll make you laugh, make you cry, mostly cry. Um, if I really? hear one more, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I hear one more person say the word iconic on the internet or on television, I will beat them to death with a bag full of lemons. Hey, because hey, I'm Steve, sick of hearing that way, yes. I just wanted to just point out this iconic MLB standings board right over here. Right, How about you're that? Done. You're out. <laughs> you're gone. At least you pronounced it correctly. Unlike you got some 45 people. minutes to get over to my house with a bag of lemons and beat me up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you could catch that's, me. That's <laughs> totally, totally doable. Totally. At least you said, at least you said iconic. And, how much are lemons uh, up around your guys' way? Uh, that might, that might put, set you back. Yeah. I have a few in the fridge. Uh, I don't know. It's summertime, you know, lemonade. It gets made around here. There you go. I, iconically. At least you said it correctly, not iconic. Iconic. Oh, that's the other standing board that, that got over here. The NHL uh, sta- iconic standing board over there. That's, that's the like British driving version. a... Yeah, that's like driving a screwdriver into my ear. <laughs> In any event, we got two jackasses here. Over here is gerrymandering John Tracy, and over here is massive head trauma Matt Craig. Woo. I'm sacrificial Steve Murray in the middle. John, surprise, surprise, you are home unless you brought all your crap to the hotel and hung it up to fool us all. <laughs> I, I'm not calling this place home anymore. I'm calling this place hell. <laughs> Um, not my home itself, but the surrounding area. Why? Why was it 105 degrees at 8:30 in the morning when I walked outside? There's Ooh, no reason yeah. for that. That's rude. <laughs> Just, that is very true. That that is a definite write, disqualification. Yeah. Can I write my yeah. senator about that? Or I'm sure he doesn't give <laughs> shit. But um, can I write him about it at least? <laughs> Oh, I, you know, it was nice around here for a couple of days last week. I was able to turn the AC off and open the windows, but I think nice. that let the allergens in because I'm feeling it now. Uh, Matt, it's probably your fault. How are you, sir? Well, I opened my windows too, jackass, but uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, it's starting to get a little warm, though. I think that that heat is starting to creep in from oh, Texas. Yeah. And it's making our way up to the northeast, and it's like I don't, I don't want this heat. I'm like, look at the forecast. It's like 95 the next like four or five days forecast. Yeah. No, AC's I don't want back this. Up. Yeah, no, I hear you. horrible. Well, the best thing you can do, but yeah, stop complaining because you know we're gonna make lemonade out of lemons when I get <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Or blood force trauma. I mean, either way. <laughs> Probably call B on that one. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's gonna be blunt force trauma with lemonade scattered about the room. That's just, unless I can somehow contain it in the bag. 
Uh, what's but this anyway. red mixture? What's this red, <laughs> red mixture mixed in with the lemons? What's going That's on there? Strawberry lemonade, <laughs> sir. Exactly. Rather salty. <laughs> uh, but in any event, as we always do around here, except for last week, uh, we got, or was it two weeks ago? I don't remember. I remember. It's hard to keep track anymore. Uh, we usually do a fun fact and an over 40 rant brought to you by W Energy Drinks. That's visit D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Enter the promo code 2NoobsTalking. That's T-O-O-N-O-O-B-Z-Talking. And get 10% off exactly. whatever uh, you order there. there you Don't go. say we never did nothing for you. That's right. Um, but before John has both the fun fact and the over 40 rant, I have a mini rant. And you, if you have small children listening to the podcast, you might want to cover their ears for this one. Is briefly three, three two, two, one. one. Okay. Uh, fuck the KHL. Um, fuck Sergey Fedorov, apparently, who's the coach of CSK Moscow. Fuck CSSK Moscow. Yeah. Um, fuck Russia and fuck Putin. All there right, you go. That's a public there service go. announcement for all Flyers, on behalf of all Flyers fans. So, yeah. Okay, so I automatically have a question why not saying there's anything wrong with that i totally agree with you <laughs> but i'm assuming this has to do with our goalie that's never coming over here at all that is correct the iihf the international ice hockey federation made a ruling several weeks ago that said uh ivan fedotov who was kidnapped and forced back into military service last year um his contract with the flyers was told and so when he signed with the khl for this upcoming season uh, he had a valid contract with the Philadelphia Flyers, so that the KHL contract was uh, in violation of that. Hmm. Uh, and they said he is property of the Philadelphia Flyers for this season. Uh, the KHL and CSKA Moscow, Moscow. Uh, as could be expected, disagree with that decision. And so he they went ahead and played Mr. Fedotov in their uh, season opening game uh, several days ago. Hmm. And so they're flouting the IAHF, which really doesn't have any power to issue any good sanction other than ban Russia from international hockey competitions, which they were already. So, so we need yeah. to find a way then to, ca- uh, to kidnap Michkov and get him yep. over here right now, like uh, somehow his, in some way and yeah. all his family and all their friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yeah, if, yeah, if we could do this, that, that'd be great. This sounds yeah. very, this sounds very Putin-esque. I'm just telling you guys, I, I don't think this is the plan that we need to get. To. <laughs> oh, I have, I have no doubt he was involved. It's somehow. for the, it's for the good. Oh, he absolutely was. See, he it's for was. good. Yeah, but <laughs> that's God, the difference, like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we segue into John's fun fact. You can allow your children to listen again, I think. I don't know what John's going to do. I hope. Two, I hope. Two, go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so for the for the fun, wonderful fun fact that's going to lead into my my over 40, kind of over 40, just Mark Zuckerberg's stupid rant, um, YouTube <laughs> reaches more United yes. States adults, 18 to 34, than any cable network in the country. That's I can believe that. Yes. Rising, just you know, to turn it honestly. out there because we are on YouTube. So, hey, we are more popular than any <laughs> anchor um, on the cable. TV. <laughs> I like how uh, you spun that. That was genius. Yeah. Totally, totally. yeah. <laughs> here's why. We here's have a one. faithful following out there. We have a faithful following out there. So thank you very much for all you hardcore listeners. Love it. And this continues on because this is something very interesting that I didn't know. I always thought, but never knew for a fact. Question posts on Facebook 
get far more comments than statements. Interesting. So if you actually pose a question on Facebook, mm-hmm. you get far more comments on your page reactions to it. Yeah. Than you would if you just make a statement. Mm-hmm. So if I oh. were to say, if I posted pictures from my beach vacation mm-hmm. and said, I had a good time at the beach, question, question mark, mark, I would, would comments more, on that post. You would get more interaction <laughs> per their algorithm. You would get more interaction than if you just said, hey, look at me, bitches, I'm at the beach. <laughs> I am actually going to try that out for this next week. Seriously, mm-hmm. I am like going to try that out. I'm just going to end all of my sentences with a question mark I, they see probably what have to be they have to probably be questions like you can't just be like bananas are great know. question mark question mark <laughs> cm punk quit all elite wrestling question mark well, I, I will share um i might have hit upon the uh, linkedin algorithm this past week because mm. uh, i got a huge number of impressions on a post it had to do it, well, yeah, it sort of had to do with Back to the Future 2 and some interesting patent things to go along with it. There you go. Uh, but cool. apparently, if you quote Doc Brown, I guess you get more impressions than if you don't. Because people, people <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was a brilliant a scientist, to be perfectly honest. He was honest. a brilliant scientist. Yeah. Fauci got Not the most like common sense, but yeah. Slipping and falling <laughs> on a, on a you know, bathroom sink would allow you to create the flux capacitor, go back in time. And I mean, yeah. Well, almost screw everything up, but I mean, you know, they resolve everything. I'm going to go try that right now, actually. <laughs> nice. nice. Gonna, you're not going to hear my over And right? we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, John. Yeah, that's right. John, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to finish this segment off for the people that are listening right now, sharing is caring. And YouTube literally says that in their, in their uh, advice to how to get more posts. Sharing is caring. So we'll go there. But. Let me bring you on to my story. Um, I was on uh, Facebook um, accidentally, I guess I'll say, because I, I try not to go on there um, much. But I'm sorry. I, I was on last. That's week. funny because I post for you every day. Yeah, no, I, I, I posted it. I I posted a ton yesterday. I was having fun. Um, but I was on the other day, and I forget what I was looking for. I was looking for some kind of Phillies stat or something because I I, I look for stats on there for for my dad because I I love random Philly stats and I came across a friend of a friend that was it was a hacked page like it was one of those hey look at this with the URL mm-hmm. kind of thing and I was like mm-hmm. well, I didn't know they just go onto your feed randomly now like from people that you don't even know like it's a friend of friend yeah so I reported it I reported it as it being yeah. a hacked page I moved on with my day I didn't think anything of it Two days later, I'm on Facebook again. Same thing happens. So I hit the the report, hacked, and I don't think anything of it. Just this past weekend, I get reports back for those two. You reported something. So Facebook says to me, well, thank you for reporting this. But this has nothing to do with our community guidelines. There's nothing against it. If this is something that offended you, please click this button and it basically oh, takes human resources and put a diaper on you, put a pacifier in your mouth and tell you it's okay because someone <laughs> said the F word and you were mad about it. So I, <laughs> I re I re report it and said, these were hacked posts. They then yeah. came back and said, 
Both of the both of the posts that you have reported have been removed. There's nothing more we can do. And I was like, so they, they just they literally just don't care. They don't like they just throw up whatever you want them to look into. All they're gonna do is say, well, it doesn't affect our community guidelines. Go fuck yourself. And go on with your day. So I just want to let everybody know I, that yeah. it's a criminal organization. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that, uh, you know, you're. thank you for reporting the hacks. We suspect, since you reported too, that you are indeed the hacker, and so we are suspending <laughs> your account. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if they did yeah. that, but just a nonchalant, right. oh, that has nothing to do with our community guidelines. Not our fault. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Uh, yeah. What are you gonna do? They, yeah. you know, they, they, uh, they censor when the the government wants them to. But uh, yeah. you know, when you're trying to help a friend out, no dice. Nope. Yep. And that's all. a perfect transition to topic one mm. because we're talking censorship here dun, dun, dun. in in one form or another. It's like we oh, actually boy. get together this... before we do this and talk about these things. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. And even more theoretical is that, uh, you know, you keep the over 40 rants to yourself. So we have no idea what you're yes. going to be bringing up. <laughs> That's right. But topic one is a Philadelphia Business Journal article hmm. entitled FCC opens public comments on Fox 29's TV license renewal. Hmm. So the U.S. Federal Communications Commission, the fuck? has taken the rare step of inviting comment on whether to renew the federal (laughs) broadcast (laughs) license of Philadelphia news station Fox 29 WTXF-TV after a grassroots organization asked that it be denied based on Fox News' coverage of the 2020 presidential election. God. Uh, According to the FCC, in a notice, they said, we have concluded that classifying the proceeding as permit but disclose would in this case, permit broader public participation and thereby serve the public interest. Typically, license renewals are restricted matters that allow individuals to file informal objections, but otherwise not lobby officials or file public comments. The Media and Democracy Project, also Uh. known as Project Douche, a nonprofit group that claims to be nonpartisan. Bullshit. Thank you. (laughs) Ask the last month to deny Fox 29's license renewal. In its reasoning for seeking to prevent a renewal, the group cited findings from the Dominion Voting Systems defamation lawsuit over Fox News' airing of false claims that the voting machine company rigged the 2020 presidential election and that it sowed discord and contributed to the harmful and dangerous acts on the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. Blah, 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 argues blah, blah. that Fox is unqualified to remain a broadcast licensee. Blah, blah, now, blah, blah, blah. I will admit, <laughs> the little I know about FCC and license renewals comes from the movie UHF starring Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Al. In which the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in which the head of the... What do you call it? Um, the licensee Mm -hmm. goes on TV. Well, he doesn't go on TV. He's caught on tape making derogatory comments about the townsfolk. And so the FCC seeing that decides to revoke his license. Um, John, this sounds like a retaliatory thing to me. What do you, how do you see this? 
It's totally. Okay, moving on, Matt. A nonprofit organization is arguing with an organization that doesn't have any pull with anything other than saying whether you get this piece of paper or not. Like, they're not, they, there's no mm-hmm. public comments. There's nothing that, that can be reviewed. So this is, this is a, a, a shitty organization being um, bullied by another shitty organization about a bullshit talking point from the left and the right. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. There's nothing else to see here. I mean, oh, God, we're talking about the Dominion voting system. Okay, we've been doing that for three yeah. years. Uh, nobody got hurt doing it. Um, we can talk about shit like that. We can talk and about the, the the entity. The entity responsible was Fox News. Yeah, that's not, not twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that was the whole thing. Dumbass. I, it seems. Like, <laughs> it just seems like they don't. Which scares me. They don't want you even talking about it. Like, I'll, I'll talk about the Dominion voting system. Why was it connected to the internet? That makes no sense. Like, aren't you supposed to tally them in individual places and then give them to somebody? Then, well, isn't there a whole voting thing? Why, why are you running lines into it going, oh, well, it should be on the internet? And that's a question that yeah. I would like to know that nobody seems to want to answer. Nobody wants to mm-hmm. have a conversation about it. And then these crackpot organizations want to shut everybody down for it. It's dumb. Yeah. I will say that the I did look into the structure of the FCC and they uh, they don't have like, uh, you know, a Tony Fauci kind of installed as the head and then he kind of controls everything. They do have a uh, I forget what her official title was, but she's part of a, a committee hmm. or, you know, a, a group of it's right now it's four but i think there's supposed to be five mm-hmm. appointees who kind of run the organization mm-hmm. um and two of them were democratically appointed and two of them were republican appointed so at least at the moment anyway there is some semblance of balance in the force going on at the fcc um you know from when that I, perspective so i don't sorry, who's knocking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I would oh, yeah. bet that that, that fifth person wouldn't be a centralist human being that thinks that both sides mm-hmm. are full of shit. I bet you they wouldn't put that person in charge. No. That's you possible. I, I don't you know why there is. I don't know why there's a vacancy and I don't know when or how that vacancy would be filled. I assume Biden would appoint someone, but I don't. It also it seems nice. that the FCC is Senate overseen by the Senate. I so I'm not even sounds about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that makes them a regular administrative agency or what they are. Yeah, um, they're a shadow organization they trying are. to kill our Fox News. <laughs> Definitely um, part of the state, uh, that's for sure. But anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, for for uh, Fox 29's view, uh, on August 2nd, Fox News replied to Media and Democracy Project's petition, calling it frivolous, completely without merit. It told the FCC that the Dominion lawsuit concerned Fox News and not Fox 29, calling it an unrelated civil matter. Mm -hmm. It also cited the First Amendment and the protection of free speech. In a statement provided to the Business Journal, a Fox television station's uh, spokeswoman said Thursday that the Media and Democracy Project petition asks the FCC to upend the First Amendment and longstanding FCC precedent. WTXF. 
Fox 29 News Philadelphia is one of the finest local news stations in the country, broadcasting over 60 hours of local news and locally produced programming every week. Uh, Nat, you, you're familiar with Fox 29. I sure am. I, I don't, not that I watch any of the local broadcast channels very much, but I don't recall them being embroiled in the Dominion suit why should they be punished i That's agree a, with the statement I, I totally agree with you uh steve and i agree with the statement as well that it's probably the more crafted uh beautifully crafted statements i've seen out of a news organization in quite some time um and yeah my dad's been interviewed with fox 29 before hmm. as a minor celebrity of course being in the <laughs> national guard um but yeah i mean this media and democracy project this stupid nonpartisan, supposed nonpartisan organization. Let me go off on that for a little bit. Um, I'm just going to sit back. Hold on. Right. Just sit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gents, we live in a free, <laughs> we live in a supposed free country, right? We have freedom of speech, first protected by the First Amendment. Why all of a sudden should this media and democracy project uh, organization, if you want to call it that, it's a hack organization. Why should they be the so-called arbiters of free speech? You know, essentially by saying, well, you know, because they have Fox in the title yeah. of their of their broadcasting company, anything affiliated with Fox that had absolutely nothing to do with that story gets punished by this supposed nonpartisan media and democracy project organization. Give me a freaking break. I want to look into the MDP right now. I want an audit. I want them to feel the my full wrath, essentially. <laughs> I want to know what is this you know, media democracy project? What kind of like what's their goal? What is their end goal in all of these things? Uh, you know, it's it's bullshit. It is complete and other. I hate to be you know, I hate to be that angry about it, but it is. It's like Free speech should matter in this country. Whether you're left on the left side of the aisle, on the right side of the aisle, you have a right for your opinion. And, you know, yes, the press is free to do its thing as well. To have an organization outright deny somebody free speech just because they have a certain name in their title, I mean, that's just lazy. That's just absolute laziness and like elementary school type stuff. You know, because they have Fox in the name. No, no. We should get rid of them. We should get off the air. Look. Give me a break with this. The the reason we have defamation and uh, libel laws Mm -hmm. is to prevent the spreading of false information. And Mm -hmm. Fox News got called out on the carpet on it, and they paid big for it. They sure did. Why why should we uh, impose additional punishment over and above, particularly on a news organization or a a, a television station that had nothing to do with it? Exactly. They don't employ the the media people, media personalities who were out there and giving they the false criticism. Yeah, and they certainly weren't fanning the flames. I didn't hear of anybody on that station say anything in regards to the Dominion voting uh, systems or anything of that sort. And Johnny, I agree with you too in regards to that. I want, like, whatever happened to paper balloting? Whatever happened to, like, you know, little things like that where you're able to just fill something in? And you know, and slip it that's into what a I have. compactor. That's what I have too. Yeah, that's what I have. You, know? <laughs> and you just slip it in a trash compactor. You know it's going to get shredded, but you know at least you're acting like you're participating in the ballots. <laughs> that, you know, I, in the balloting. I'd totally. you know, rather, rather act like we are than not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, look. I mean, the, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. The nonpartisan. Th- the claim bullshit. to nonpartisanship here. It's totally, I think that's belied by the fact that. 
Fox 29 got a letter of recommendation sent um, that was penned by both Brendan Boyle and Brian Fitzpatrick, who are local representatives, mm-hmm. one Democrat, one Republican. Yeah. Okay. That's nonpartisan. And they said, look, Fox 29 puts on some great local programming. Yep. They are a very important to our community. They, th- there's no reason that they shouldn't be denied their license renewal. Yeah. You know, Media and Democracy Project, I agree with you. It's a ha douche yeah. organization who's, yep. who's just out trying to probably make a name for themselves. We should, that's why I'm saying don't use their real name. Um, yeah. Project Douche, I think, is the is the best <laughs> there you can go. go for. But um, <laughs> I, this just, it smells to me like more of the same kind of we're censoring opposing points of view again. And we should even know. though there's there's there are mechanics to deal with the issues we saw with the Dominion system, which mm-hmm. played out and Fox News paid a shitload of money. Absolutely. Why are we still going on with this? Yeah. All right. And speaking of the aforementioned Fox News. Uh, we've got an article from them for the second topic. In did, which did we, they, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we yeah. clear that with a media and democracy project? I want to make sure we. Oh, that. yeah, we probably with should. Those jackasses. Uh, yeah. sure. uh, don't worry. Yeah. I okay. co- Hold on. Let me. I co- I co- no, I covered it already. Uh, I sent them the request. They said no. I sent them a picture of my butt. Everything's fine. Oh, nice. Okay, okay good. Excellent. <laughs> so I was just going to text them. I was just going to text them, fuck you. And, uh, <laughs> on with it. Nice. Um, okay, good. So this Fox News article brings uh, attention to uh, a, a potential issue coming up in the next two years and then kind of goes off the rails and meanders and wanders, which, you know, uh, Fox 29 would not do, by the way. No, no. Biden alcohol czar. Czar, like, we're apparently we're pre-communist Russia now. We're in Soviet uh, Russia yeah. now? Yeah, right. No, pre-Soviet. Oh, Pre-Soviet. pre-Soviet. They, got it, got they it. overthrew the czar, remember? That's right, that's right. Uh, well, apparently, Tsar Nicholas here says, U.S. may follow Canada, limit beers to two a week. Quote, what a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. President Biden's <laughs> alcohol czar says Americans may be told by officials to have no more than two beers a week. Director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, or NIA! Ha. George Koob. He sounds like he nice should, be a, ho- he nice should be a hockey player. Yeah. George Koob. <laughs> told the Daily Mail on Thursday that the. third line of the uh, Boston Bruins <laughs> in the late 80s. Totally. <laughs> he told the Daily Mail that the U.S. may follow Canada's footsteps on alcohol guidelines. Currently, American guidelines recommend men limit themselves to two drinks per day, while women should only have one drink. The American recommendations are up for review in 2025. Koob said there are no benefits to physical health from drinking alcohol and that he was pretty sure American alcohol consumption recommendations are not going to go up. Most of the benefits people attribute to alcohol, we feel they really have more to do with what someone's eating rather than what they're drinking, Koob added. Hmm. Um, Matt, I'll go to you first. Uh, first question, how do you feel about the daily recommendations and where they may be going? And two, um, what benefits are you aware of from drinking alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> or alcohol, as I alcohol. like to say. Alcohol. Um, gosh. Um, 
That's a couple of really good questions. I or guess, just you know say what you want. I don't care. It's, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I love the fact that this guy has two buttery Californian chardonnays. Mm. You know, a week. So he must love it. You know, um, it's interesting that he's the alcohol czar and he doesn't practice as what he preaches. But who am I to judge? Uh, in regards to that, so uh, leave it at that. Um, be perfectly honest, gentlemen. I I love going to happy hour once a week with my good buddy Steve, who lives across the way. Uh, he and I do that from time to time. We enjoy it. Um, I occasionally will have one or maybe two beers, uh, and then call it a day. I don't drink the typical six pack or anything of that sort. Um, you know, to be perfectly honest, I don't really care what the state tells me to do. Um, you live your life, you live it, you know, you know, with the good health that you're being granted to and given, uh, you have a responsibility to do that, um, in regards to that, but this doesn't affect me in that regard. I do think it is a little ridiculous that there is a national institute of alcoholism, essentially, uh, alcohol abuse and alcoholism. And the guy that runs it is a certified alcoholic, which is interesting. Um, you know, has his two glasses of wine every day or every week, I should say. Sorry. Um, so I, I mean, doesn't affect me to be perfectly honest. I know it doesn't affect Steve as much. I know you don't drink at all, right? Yeah, I could care less because, you know, (laughs) John, I mean, I don't know about you, um, in regards to this, I think it's much about nothing. Do you care about it? No, I don't, I don't care what the state thinks at all. Um, yeah. If it be, if it becomes a law, it becomes a law. Um, but a recommendation is not a law. And that's, that's yeah. what brings me to, that brings me to the, I'm just going to call him out j- just to start that fucking Ted Cruz media spot that he did after this came out where he couldn't even open a bottle of Shiner. And he was like, you're not taking oh. my alcohol away from me. And he couldn't even get it open. Like, oh bro, God. like, just shut the fuck up. There's no yeah. reason. There's no reason for anybody to get uh, political over this. First of all, this is a recommendation from a guy that does not have a job yet in 2025, but says that <laughs> it is going to be recommended in 2025. This dude doesn't have a job in 2025 if the president that appointed him does not get reelected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, so go ahead. Well, with that foreshadowing, let's let's go to the second part of the article, which goes to an overreaction. I would say, um, you, Ted Cruz was not mentioned in here, but another Texas Republican, Representative Troy Nels, Yeehaw. told Fox News Digital the. Rich men north of Richmond are once again recommending what hardworking Americans should and shouldn't do. Biden's beer czar has no business advising guidance on alcohol consumption. This is who the Democrats are. They want to control every aspect of your life. Two beers a week, what a joke. Let's not forget that JFK snagged 1,200 Cuban cigars just hours before banning all Cuban products from the United States. Uh, Before I continue, uh, once again, we're talking about a potential potential Mm -hmm. recommendation recommendation not a law um, a recommendation which frankly 
Right, yeah. not a law, a recommendation. Yeah. Nobody's. T- I, I'm pretty sure, and I'll bet you in Canada it's also a recommendation. I'm pretty sure most Canadians aren't abiding by that two <laughs> beers a week either. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, At least the people I talk to, they're absolutely, it isn't a law and they are not following it. There you right, go. exactly. Uh, and I, you know, it's a recommendation, which to me sounds like a good idea because half of our country has probably got an alcohol problem, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, going on, most, this is even better. Yeah, yeah go, ahead. I just, go ahead. It's a recommendation. If you feel that you are not in control of your life, take the damn recommendation. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it, it blows my mind that people... People will look at a recommendation. Oh, look, he's trying to just control me. Well, if if you feel that way, you should probably take a minute out of your life, sit down and reevaluate. <laughs> if yeah. you're happy with yeah, your and life, either that, you're probably not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, either that, John, or you go and you talk to somebody that you trust a little bit, you yeah. know, that kind of a deal. Like you go and you talk to a friend. Or, you know, even your parents, or even if you're going to a church, you go to your elder, you go to your, yeah. to a deacon, things like that. What can we do to pray Don't for go you? to your government All kinds official. of things. Yeah. As opposed to like a government official that will tell you, well, this is what I think you should do. They can only recommend. They can't do anything other than that. Yes. But a more deep personal problem, that's where you have, you know, your friends in your life that can speak truth into your life and say, hey, yes. FYI. I don't this think you is, do this. This yeah. is just more of the same political pandering, yes. which is we have a this guy is just talking out of his ass saying, hey, in a couple of years, the recommendation might go down because, you know, we're watching what other people are doing. And, you know, yeah. maybe we'll recommend you only have two beers a week. And somebody on the other side of the political aisle goes, oh, they're trying to take our beer. We got to get, you know, civil war over this. And that's that's what this becomes. Yeah, exactly. It's, unless, it's you, unless you think that, okay, we're going to get the Republicans involved. You think you we're going to get any better with the Republicans involved? You're kidding, right? right? I mean, seriously, they're going to be in there. They may run it leaner, whatever, but it's still going to be the state. The big issue is what are yeah. you doing? What are you going to, are you going to take the responsibility yeah. or not? And uh, this was the actually the, the part of the article that really made me laugh. Um, Distilled Spirits Council Vice President of Science and Health, Amanda Berger. Love it. Because she's not going to have a biased opinion on this at all. None whatsoever. Given that she's, uh, given that she's employed by a, a body that has to do with selling alcohol. Uh, not so, you know, complete surprise. She not blasted Coombs comments. Yep. Dr. Cube's comments calling for a drastic change to the federal recommendations on alcohol before the review of alcohol research has even begun undermines the scientific rigor and objectivity of the entire dietary guidelines process. Yeah, because that's what you follow when you when you're trying to show the the uh, spirits out to the public, right? I love this. Give me a that, break. That next quote, though, Steve. For more than thirty years, the federal guidance on alcohol consumption has been no more than one drink per day for women and two drinks per day for men. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> you know, it's like really we're going back thirty. So the, from the start of time, thirty years ago, this is what the federal government has said our guidelines should be. Give me a break with this. Like I mentioned before, give yeah. me a break. Stop it. Let's do a quick, Stop let's it. do a quick experiment. Let's take the okay. let's take the alcohol out, out of it and just use a banana, okay? <laughs> okay. Just use a, a, a banana, right? Yep. 
Now think about, so you buy a bushel of bananas, right? And the government is telling you, you can only have one of them a day. I'm only yeah. buying and one a day. Per- That's for No, but what I'm saying, the, the government is telling you you can only have one a day. Don't you think the guy who's selling the bananas is going to be, is going to be pissed at the government for, oh, you can only have one banana a day? We need to, Absolutely. we need to. And then... But don't you think on the other side, the guy selling the avocados is going to be even more pissed? Because you go, wait a minute, the avocados yeah. aren't even in. Like, we need to get them in there because they need to be healthy because this needs to happen. Johnny, to your point, guess what's going to go up? Prices will go up yes. if you limit it yes. to one per day. Yes. Well, wait, hold on, guys. We're going to stop. That's a recommendation. That's right. Yes. Recommendation. Yeah. That's why I wanted to ask John about the bananas. Was did the government come in and say you can only have one a day, or that the recommendation <laughs> is one a day? It would be a recommendation, but it would, but it would piss off. It would piss off the exactly. banana person just the same. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I completely agree. The whoever's selling, or somehow involved with the selling is obviously going to have a biased opinion about whether or not there should be some limitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see the the current guidelines say heavy drinking is considered 14 drinks per week. Ooh. That doesn't sound like, you know, uh, I, I would consider heavy drinking less than that. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, it's just, it, it all smells... It's everybody around here looks stupid. Is yeah. yes. the guy the guy who doesn't have a job yet in 2025 is talking out of his ass. <laughs> People on the other side are making okay, a big deal out of the nothing burger, <laughs> and and um, Ms. Burger yeah. is just making herself look like a total tool. That's yeah. you know, so everybody loses here. All right, gentlemen, I am happy to announce that I have recently been appointed the director of People on Operating Podcasts, or POOP. Nice. And <laughs> I have made that a recommendation. That, I can't believe you got it. <laughs> I have made a recommendation that you are permitted as many Two Noobs episodes per day as you want. There you so go. No restriction. It. We are good to go. But, I, go. but I have a recommendation. If you watch more than 16, you're a creep and go away. <laughs> yeah go on with the rest of your life please for god's sakes uh, what's wrong with you guys man you should be drawing in not pushing away drawing in. if people want to watch if people want to watch me 20 times a day it's cool yeah it's so cool let's no. do it all right topic three then since we're we're, we're gonna move past the bull to the bull the bull rare news channel nebraska northeast article is this eyeball is news? Eyeball news? Is this is eyeball news in Nebraska. <laughs> eyeball news, Nebraska. There you go. Love it. Norfolk police pull over man with bull riding shotgun. My God, you could have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> uh, and we're going to post the video of this, by the way, yeah, yeah, uh, or at least yeah, a picture. Yeah. Got to have at least we have a visual. Oh, we'll this. have a picture and a video. Don't worry All about right, that. Good, yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Around ten a.m. Around 10 a.m., Norfolk Police Division responded to a call of a man driving eastbound on 275 with a Watusi bull in his passenger's seat. 
The officers received a call referencing a car driving into town that had a cow in it. Okay, fair enough, said police captain Chad Raymond. They thought that it was going to be a calf, something small or something that would actually fit inside the vehicle. Well, the vehicle was big enough, technically, (laughs) as you can see. As a result, the officers performed a traffic stop and addressed some traffic violations that were occurring with that particular situation. (laughs) The occupant of the vehicle was identified as Lee Meyer of Neelai. The Watusi Bull's name was Howdy Doody. Lee was immediately pulled over by Norfolk police as they performed a routine traffic stop. The officer wrote him some warnings. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. There were some citable issues with that situation. You don't say. The officer chose to write him a warning and ask him to take the animal back home and leave the city. Just get out. (laughs) Go. Uh, Meyer and Howdy Doody are on the, or at least were on their way back home and no one was hurt. It is howdy duty time here on Two Noobs. Holy John, cow. what the hell did you think when you first saw this thing? <laughs> he welded a cattle gate to his car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Oh my gosh. This definitely had a um and maybe this is just because there's been a Mythbusters marathon running over the last two days on Science Channel, but oh. this had a Mythbusters kind of feel to it. Like, he looks like he took a saw to his car, cut it right down mm-hmm. the middle of the windshield yeah. at the top of the car. Yep. Yeah. I'd love to know how he gets the bull in there. Yeah, um, that, is, yeah. that is the most important thing that we did not learn from this article. I, yeah. <laughs> does he get him running? Does he back him in? (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be hell on his suspension. Matt, what was your first impression when you saw this image? Unreal. And especially what cracked me up was them driving down the highway, which was was really amazing because you see the car practically leaning on the axis on one (laughs) side of it as it's driving down the road. It's not balanced at all. Like, I, I don't know how this car doesn't go off the road or at least because these we were looking it up. The Watsui Bull, I think, was like, what, 800, 900 pounds if by it itself? Something like that. I think, that. It was, I think on the I low end, I think it was 800. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, you know, in typical cars, like 2,000 pounds. Top to bottom, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. 2,000. So you're heavily weighting one side of the car. On one side of it. And then, yeah, Johnny's point is just hilarious. How the hell do you get that bull in there? Like, what do you do? Do you, like, have to you have to back him up, and then do you push him in and then back him in? And then, you know, you got to strap the door in, and then you got to put the seatbelt over the bull. Like, like how does that <laughs> how does that happen? How does that do? I don't know. But Thank God it was a new car. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine that being a newer car and the, and the, the annoyance of that seatbelt beep? That just never oh, stop as you're driving. I actually think the weight of that bull probably would have destroyed the sensor, so it probably wouldn't have been an issue. <laughs> like, the, that uh, airbag was that airbag was not on. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no. It's a, please God, don't make me deploy. Please God, don't make me deploy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, He's just gonna deploy into a horn anyway, so it was just gonna be yeah. like boom. <laughs> So I have a little story time to share with you guys back Uh-oh. in the day. Before I met you guys, uh, and I don't think I've ever told you cars? this story. I did not. It, it, but probably the more <laughs> stranger massive. thing that I've ever 
No, go ahead. Go ahead, John. What were you going to say? Matt's what? No, no, no. I was just, I was just joking. It was, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so who's ready for story time, right? Um, so before I met yes. you guys, my dad, of course, being in the National Guard, got a call from one of the, uh, let's just say, a July 4th parade in Orland, Pennsylvania. And they were I've like, well, this is coming uh, back. And uh, so this was like after Desert Storm. So 1991. You know, there was a spirit of high patriotism in the country. Sorry for those out there on the left, but there was a story, you know, high patriot patriotism. They wanted to give thanks to the troops, and they were like, How about you bring a tank down Orland? And he was like, Sure, okay. Well, what you need to do is you fill this form out, blah, blah, blah. Had to get all the clearance. And so he drove an M80 tank down basically through Route 309 and all the way straight down into Orland. And then had to go through the entire Orland parade, parked it I outside. Think I remember seeing that now that you bring that up. Yeah, uh, parked yeah, outside I have the house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and goodness. so, of course, we're driving. We're like, you know, I think it was between Orland and back home. So we're like kind of near the paper mill road area. And then we make the uh, essentially the left on the uh, church road, Route 73, heading back to my place at the time. And the looks that we saw on people going sure. like, what the heck is this? You know, this huge, <laughs> massive tank, you know, rolling down the side. It was just incredible uh, to see. Uh, and we were going like 40 miles an hour. I mean, we were hauling oh, wow. in regards to that. But yeah, it was great. Um, nice. But yeah, this kind of reminded me a little bit of like, seems like that. But we had police escorts. That's the deal. We had police escort the whole nine yards uh, and the whole bit. So yeah, it was really fun. Really fun to be doing yeah, that no no police escort here i no i i have to raise a safety concern because <laughs> given the size of this bull you would think if he was not happy with the drive oh yeah yeah he could probably single-handedly like flip that car if he mm -hmm. freaked out oh yeah pretty, pretty uh, fast too yeah yeah it would oh, yeah. yeah. it, it would take a buck and it, it, he would just do this and the car would <laughs> he just must be one of those like if you've ever seen the dogs that go like surfing or um, oh yeah you know, or the ones that are a pouch on a on a or or, or uh, like a motorcycle mm -hmm. you know they, they sit in the motorcycle and ride along with sunglasses they just enjoy it i guess maybe this bull somehow loved car rides <laughs> i i want to know more about this bull does he does he hang out in the house like, what, does he hang out on the porch? Like, what? He obviously does not graze with the other cattle. He, yeah, right. He obviously has more of a human relationship than he's not out, like, taking long journeys with uh, with the other cattle. He seems to I, like to hang out in the front yard. I would like to know a little bit more about this dude. <laughs> Love it. Well, I'm sure we will hear more about it now that we know he exists. And his name is Howdy Doody, so it should be easy to look up. Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll hear more good, fun stories out of Howdy Doody because this this seeing this article just blew my mind because it is one of those seeing a tank drive down the street. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Kind of you moments. Don't see every day. Yeah. No, certainly not. I'm I'm certainly glad I wasn't driving the other way. I probably would have gotten an accident. It's, <laughs> yeah. A distraction. Yeah, he, for sure. I'm sure he violated many uh, uh, traffic codes and, and municipal ordinances with what he did. Oh, so. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah.
All right. Well, I guess we can't really call this the no bull podcast anymore mm. um, since we, you know, we had one. That's unfortunate, but it's, <laughs> it is now the fun time of year where we get to make predictions for the Eagles season and see how absolutely wrong we can be <laughs> as we head into topic four. So the Eagles will open the 2023 season this Sunday uh, at the new England Patriots in Foxborough. Hmm. But before we get to the predictions, we just, uh, how about a quick, just kind of thoughts on the team, Matt, give me your biggest reason to be excited about the season. And then your biggest concern. Ah, biggest uh, joy that I have is two words, Jalen Hurts. My God, am I thankful for Jalen Hurts and his unbelievable play and leadership. I have no doubt he's going to repeat uh, what he did last year. I think he's just a phenomenal quarterback. And my God, you know, it's like when they made that decision to draft him a few years ago, guys, when we had Ginger Jesus on the team, it was like, what the heck's going on, right? We had no idea why would they make this pick, but what a stroke of genius so far, right? I mean, he has just been unbelievable. He's not only just led on the field with his, you know, with uh, in the huddle, but outside of it as well and on the field as well. So, I'm looking forward to that. Biggest concern, Jerry, Jerry Jones thinks that now it was his idea. So, oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. All right, right, biggest biggest concern. Biggest concern I've got is uh, linebackers. Uh, you know, how is the Kobe Dean going to do? Uh, you know, this is a big step for him. Obviously, coming in middle linebacker, I think he'll probably start. You know, he's got his Georgia buddies behind him, but. It's one thing to play college football for Georgia. It's another thing to play middle linebacker for the Eagles in the NFL. So it's a big challenge for him, big challenge for that linebacking core. I think it's the weak point of the defense. Um, but I'm excited no matter what. I think we've got a great defensive line um, on that side of the ball, uh, as, as we've done before in the past. Son Reddick's back. Temple product. Woohoo. Love Hassan Reddick. Um, you know, and the defense is mostly back. You know, the secondary is mostly back as well. But, yeah, linebacker is really the one that I'm most concerned about, Steve, for sure. All right, John, same question to you. What has got you most excited about the Eagle season, and what is your biggest concern going into this week's game? Uh, the biggest um, the biggest point I want to make with, uh, with, with the good is the offense. They even added more to that offense from last year. So that's, I can't wait. Running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, even. Um, offensive line seems like it's even better than it was last year, which is yeah. kind of unbelievable that, you know, moving it, moving people around like that, like it, it might even be better than it was last year, which is great. I'm looking, totally looking forward to scoring a ton of points. Defense, I, uh, to Matt's point, Nicobe Dean being a second-year player, I I'm a huge fan of this dude. I think he'll be fine, especially with a ton of big dudes at a defensive tackle. Um, that That's another point I want to see how the defensive line plays because I think it's going to be good. The one thing that I'm I'm unsure about, and this is, this is more funny than it is, um, I don't know if the players are going to be receptive to an actual defensive coordinator. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, we might have some issues. We might have some issues when instead of seeing uh, Darius Slay look back at the sideline and be like, what the hell are you doing? 
and him actually <laughs> playing the game and not having to worry about what John Legander was doing on the sidelines. Um, worries me because what if he's what if he's just calling bullshit all the time and he falls down and they score a touchdown? That's what I'm worried about. Love it. Oh, um, good God. Um, <laughs> did you happen to see the uh, the video, his fire up video, Jonathan Gannon for the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. Oh God, Doy, God was it was firing. cringe. Oh, oh, it was it was cringe. Let's go, uh, mascot. Guys, and- yeah, <laughs> I look forward to the offensive and defensive lines. I think they are the strong point again of the team Um, you know when you have uh, a guy like Derek Barnett who's like buried on your defensive end list yes, because you've got so many damn good defensive ends that's a good sign yeah Uh, I worry about the punter Uh, (laughs) uh, they don't have that on the roster right now I don't think I only say that half in jest though yeah um, yeah. you know, I, I think we've been spoiled. I think I've said this before. We've been spoiled over the years with good punters on this team. Yep. Yes. Yes. And yep. a good punter can change the field for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when Absolutely. your offense is not going, a good punter can really flip the field and give your defense a chance and get you a, an opportunity to reset. And I just don't think they have the punting right now. Um, we'll see how they address it either by keep Cypos uh, is on the, what do you call is it? he on the, the practice squad? He's on the practice squad. Okay. <laughs> and I think they can call him up three times before they have to. Or maybe Nick Suriani's this year is just like, fuck punting. I'm not punting. Go for it. You're on 20. You know, so, hey. But, uh, yeah, I, and the other thing that, that worries me is we were so healthy last year. Yeah. You just get concerned mm-hmm. about. Are we going to regress? And, you know, I mean, we had terrible injury woes for years. Mm-hmm. So I think last year was kind of a cosmic balancing. But if we regress to the mean, mm. what is that going to do for us? You know, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but now we'll go and we'll we'll do the obligatory week by week, win or loss oh schedule boy. predictions. We were, what did we, Matt, what was our record last year? So, yeah, everybody, episode 99, we'll throw that in the card in the upper right corner. Uh, everybody had 11 and 6, all of us. Um, and we thought at the time, if I remember right, they would win one playoff game but then lose in the divisional round. Well, that didn't exactly happen. Uh, that We did, went all the way to the Super Bowl, much to our joy, obviously, um, our great joy. And, um, yeah, and then, of course, they won 14 games, which was – a, a it is a record uh number of wins by the eagles in their entire history over 90 year history of the philadelphia eagles they've never won more than 14 games which happened last year which is amazing so right. well fantastic. they also played 17 but they did but yeah <laughs> but still the win 14 that's fantastic yeah. all right so we were each three wins off each three from wins off. record mm-hmm. uh, and our playoff record was yep. Thankfully, incorrect. Yes. So that's good to know. Exactly. All right. So if we kick it off week one this week with the Patriots, we all have a win. Any comments from the peanut gallery on that one? Uh, no, I think they'll they'll walk right in there. And uh, it's probably going to be a little rough. Uh, you know, you never know what Belichick's going to have up his sleeve. 
But at the same time, it's like they really don't have anybody that I know of. Juju, but other than that, it's like really that's pretty much it. I yeah, think we that, walk in there pretty good. We win them pretty big. I since think. they got rid of Brady, uh, the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not concerned. No. Um. So then, week two, we get I'm the Vikings on a Thursday then. night. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully for the Patriots' sake, Bill Belichick is better at protecting his quarterbacks than a certain coach in yes. San Francisco. <laughs> but we'll see about that. That's my only concern. Week this two, game is Matt yeah. yeah. Week two, Vikings Thursday night football. Uh, that's Kirk Cousins in prime time. So I'm also seeing a win. You guys also predicted wins. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add on that game? Cousins probably right. throw 11 interceptions in the first quarter. Because <laughs> um, it's prime time. I love that. That's exactly what. Four of them might yeah. be just straight up in the air. <laughs> Kyle Brandt on uh, NFL Network. Cousins is the best quarterback in the NFC North. And I'm thinking, really? Oh, Rodgers is gone. I know that. Who else has he got? Yeah. <laughs> well, you probably got Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions, you know, and he's been well, to the Super Bowl. Well, unlike... Hold on. Hold on. Are we talking about Kirk Cousins 1 p.m. or Kirk Cousins primetime? Exactly. Kirk Cousins 1 p.m. is the ball, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's top five in my book. <laughs> <At 1 p.m. laughs> every, every other time frame, though, every other time frame, he's the he's the thirtieth. Not so much. Thirtieth yeah. worst. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> exactly. All right, week three, Monday night. So they get a uh, couple extra days for that. Um, mm-hmm. Buccaneers at Tampa Bay. We all have wins there. Uh, Matt, any weird. anything special? You want to bring up for that week? I mean, the only thing I could think of is a uh, week three. It's part of a double header, which is, I mean, I was looking at the schedule. It's like, holy cow, they got a double header week three Monday night football. Uh, and oh, we're part of it. So it's like we got, it's a seven fifteen game. Um, oh, good. I get to watch the whole thing instead of watch the crashing thing. Halfway through. Yeah, which, right. by the way, I want to petition there the NFL. Know. Can we please move the, you know, Monday night football to like at least starting at eight o'clock or at least seven thirty? Like if anybody on the West Coast could get out of work like at four four thirty to watch these <laughs> games, let's do this instead of having it eight thirty at night. Give me a break. Yeah, um, agree. Yeah, that kind of a deal. But yeah, I. Sands Brady, I think we're going to be just fine against Tampa. Oh yeah, I forgot they don't have Brady now either. They don't have Brandy either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, week four, we got the Commanders at home. We all have wins lined up for that. Um, John, anything you want to mention there? I'm extremely concerned for the quarterback's health. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, their head coach doesn't even know when they're playoff eligible, so yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's not a good sign yeah. for their quarterback. They're going to have a sellout, though, week one. They finally have turned the corner after that horrible de- owner, Dan Snyder, has left. So they're, they're at least getting a sellout, uh, but that's That's the best be their news of the, of the commander's season. Yeah, It really right. has been, yeah. Yeah, well, good for the soon-to-be Washington Sentinels. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Week five, we are at. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we are at the Rams. They're L.A. right now. Mm-hmm. Still, they're okay. L.A. So yep. L.A. Rams. We are at. You guys both have them down for losses. Mm-hmm. I have them. I'm the only one who picks them to win that week, and I'm just saying their team is crap. Um, what's Agreed. your guys' Agreed. reasons for for? 
get pinning a loss here. John, I'll go to you first. What the hell? <laughs> I needed to put a loss on the board because I couldn't do that. <laughs> that uh, that uh, that guy went on ESPN. It was like win, 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 win. Oh, Chiefs lose. Win, 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 win. <laughs> eventually, like, down, eventually, eventually, Jalen Hurts is going to have a bad game. Eventually, someone's yep. going to drop a pass. Eventually. Someone's going to sit out and we're not going to have the pass rush or someone's going to beat uh, Reed Blankenship over the top because he makes an error <laughs> I, here. <laughs> I, I don't know, but here. I just put it here because yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> so so yeah, just throw it to the wall and stick like we talked about before. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, what's your excuse? Um, piggyback a little bit off of Johnny, but I would just add West Coast, uh, you know, and it's like the Philly teams. I don't know what it is. They fly out to the West Coast. They struggle. Doesn't matter who it is, except for Matt. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Except for Matt Stairs and Oh Um, Thank God. But yeah. um, but yeah, I I I don't know. I think this is like you look at the Rams. Yeah, okay. They went all in to to win the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They do it the next year by crap, and it's like they're going to come back this year. Are they going to be as good? Well, they're not going to be as good as the Super Bowl team. But the Rams are no joke. They, you know, they have history in Los Angeles, and I, I do think that this is going to be a tough game for the Eagles. You're going out to the West Coast. I, I just see a loss there. I don't know. I, I think there's a little bit of mix too. I agree with Johnny. There's going to be some drop balls here and there, and then you got to make the trek back. I, you know, it's like you got to go out there and focus. But I don't know if they're going to do that fully. That kind of deal. Okay. Just a hiccup. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I hope you're wrong. I do too. Week six, <laughs> we are at the New York Football Jets. Oh. John has the lone win of our group there. I'll let him go first. Same, Explain. same, same concept as the Rams is. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row, quite yet. Hmm. Uh, okay. They're just too talented. Sure. I, I mean. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is also 175 um, with a new team. <laughs> and from what I've been watching Aaron Rodgers in practice, he's dropping the f bomb a lot because these guys aren't paying attention, and he's he's kind of angry. <laughs> like, hey, we need to we need to get this thing together. This isn't Green Bay. This isn't where the coach is on the yeah. same page as Aaron Rodgers. This is Aaron Rodgers is on an island coaching himself. It looks like. I don't think I don't think <laughs> their defense could hold up with our offense. So, so Aaron's got to score what seventy five points to beat us. I just don't think it's going to happen. All right, and Matt, it's a home you game. and I both pegged. You yeah. and I both pegged the Eagles for their first ever loss to the New York Jets. Yeah, like to hear your rationale before I explain mine. I lost my mind. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> okay. oh, that's acceptable. <laughs> Yeah, they're like I think eleven or twelve and zero against the Jets all time, something like that. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I guess when we were doing this in pre-production, I was like, oh, I think they're due. I think the Jets are going to win. But then, I, what John just said, and you know, just thinking about it over, you know, today, I was like, before we were going to record this, I was like, I had the Jets pegged, you know, the Eagles pegged for a loss in New York against the Jets, and it's the stinking Jets, and I hate the Jets, and everybody hates the Jets. Why did I pick a loss? You know, that kind of thing of my tail. Stick with it. Integrity right. matters, damn it. That's right. So. <laughs> F- F- Fauci's here, man. <laughs> straight. Yep. Uh, I picked the loss just because it's Aaron Rodgers. The the win last year against him at Green Bay, to me, was an aberration. They 
we just struggle with the elite quarterbacks, it seems like. And he's to me, even if he's 175, he's still an elite quarterback in my mind. Now, whether whether the supporting cast can help him, we'll see. We'll but see. as of right now, I just I see that as a as a rare loss on the uh, the docket. There you go. All right, moving on. Week also, seven. Also, let me not be hypocrite hip- because I drafted him in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot riding on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, week seven. We got the Dolphins at home. Sunday night football. Breaking um, out the Kelly Matt, Greens. Breaking yeah. out the Kelly Greens. I have a win. I'm going with the Dolphins. I just don't see it yet. Still. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be cost by the time that gets. Yeah, to right. That's that, that's unfortunately we may not yeah. have their best quarterback going by that point. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you also pegged him for a win. What was your logic there? Uh, Kelly Green's on Sunday Night Football, baby. I think that's going to be lose, and the people are going to go nuts with that coming out on a Sunday Night game. That's going to be absolutely bonkers down at the link. Easy win, I think, at that point. Even with Diary Kill and uh, and Parker, I think on their or no Waddle. Uh, on their on wide receiver core, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So yeah, all right. it'll be a, a win there. John, you have him for a loss. What's what gives? It's because it's because I needed a loss somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> John has the 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 lead over there. I can't have them lose <laughs> to the Commanders and, and beat the Dolphins <laughs> and lose to the Commanders. So I. Fine, they're just losing the Dolphins and they'll beat the Commanders. That's all. There you go. All right. Well, okay. Week eight, then we are at Washington. I am the only one who pegs them for a loss there. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, here's my logic. Here's my logic. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to, they always are going to split with the Cowboys. Yep. And NFC East, every game is typically a grinded out. And I just think they're going to lose one more in the division. And I think it's going to be to Washington because they're not losing to the Giants. They're just not. Okay. It's never going to happen. Makes sense. Makes sense. That is totally logical. <laughs> so I have them split and they lose the one in Washington. Okay. You know, coming off, coming off Sunday night football, a, a high with the Kelly Greens at home, Sunday night Dolphins. You know, you, the, you, yeah, you do realize you're out of your mind. Like, oh, you and you have them. Oh, wait, I also have them losing to the Jets. Never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I am a little out of my mind. I admitted that. I have admitted yeah, my fault. You yes. admitted it. See? Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Um, and I, I guess I don't need to go to you guys for comment because you just think they're just going to beat up on the commanders. That's of course. Yeah. The way it is. Yeah, All right. Week yeah. nine, we've got the Dallas Cowboys at home. I'm the only one who picks them for a win. Oof. Again, I think they're going to split, and I think they win the one at home, especially going into a bye. You guys have them for a loss. John, what's your rationale? I'm only defending myself with they always lose to the Cowboys at home and win in Cowboys Stadium. So I'm just, I just skip every year. I just keep with that. Like they are not very good at home against the Cowboys, but when they go to Dallas, they, I, I've been the more Dallas games. Are more Eagles games in Dallas Stadium than I have been Eagles Dallas games in Lincoln Financial, and I've always mm. had more fun in the Dallas Stadium because they're always winning thirty-eight to seven. Like, <laughs> so right. I just think, I think we're I, gonna have to. Yeah. We have to fact check this, Matt. Your mission, 
mm-hmm. for next episode yep. is to find out what their recent record has been home and road against the Cowboys. Got it. And we'll yeah. hold I'm on sure, to the fire. I'm sure it's probably, I'm probably sure it's 50, 50, but I just feel that it's, it's one-sided. So I'm picking Report it one-sided. back on that. Yep. Yep. For sure. All right, and your your reason for them losing to the Cowboys at home? Um, maybe not to the same effect of what John's saying, but I, you know, I think to your point, what you said before, Steve, they will split against the Cowboys. Um, and again, you got back to back divisional games there, so it's going to be a tough road. I think you know any game in the NFC East is not a cakewalk, uh, as it has shown in the past. And this one in Dallas, Dallas will be ready. No, this one's us. at home. Oh, this, this one is home. at home. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, and I, yeah, well, okay, in that yeah. regard, with this being home, I think the problem has been we always hype ourselves up heading into a Cowboys game. And it's like, we, and I understand the hatred for Dallas. I get it. But it's like, we, I think that we could beat the Cowboys if we just tone it down a little bit. We don't need to be so hyped to go into that season or go into a Cowboys game, you know, and if we come out with the loss, now all of a sudden you've got the bye week. Everybody's feeling miserable for two weeks before you go to the Chiefs. That's going to be hard. And I think that's what's going to happen here. I hate to be the down, you know, the Negadelphia over here, but I think sometimes we get a little too ahead of ourselves. And so this is me being cautionary and just saying, like, I think we're going to take the L, unfortunately. It's going to be a rough patch in the middle of the season. John, I think the lemon bag's going to have to come out. Here. <laughs> um, Apparently, yeah. Apparently. I was again out of my mind. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. We're just right, week ten. We got to buy. I'm the, it's got to be that serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> week ten. We got to buy. Everybody week. gets I've healthy. The only one winning. <laughs> I'm the only one to pick to win here. So um, I don't. Yes. Moving on. Hey, week by the 11, way, it's perfectly yeah. placed right in the middle of the season. You got to admit that's to nice, guys, right? I mean, it's like yeah, right smack dab in the middle yeah. of the season. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. We'll see if it works out that way. Yeah. Week 11, we are at the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Oof. night. So we actually get an even extra day Dang. after the bye yep. to prepare for Andy Reid. Well, hold on. When's their bye? I'm just looking. Oh. I think it's the same time as ours, I think. Week 10. Two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, eight, 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 eight. Oh, yeah. They have a week by week 10, too. That's bull oh, crap. Oh, great. Okay. Great, because mm. Andy Reid's what a thousand and two, thousand and two, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in any event, we all picked them to lose to the Chiefs. Um, mm. My main reason was it's it's at Kansas City, so yeah, yeah, you know, home field advantage. I give them Monday night too. Going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also I also think this is going to be a this is going to be a learning piece for the team. Because they're gonna have the they're gonna have the struggle they're gonna have the buy then they're gonna they're gonna go see what the Super Bowl champions do after their buy kind of it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good it's gonna be an extra hyped game ESPN's gonna be all over it it's gonna be it's going to almost be Super Bowl feel so I think it's gonna benefit you know the younger players getting that kind of I just don't think they're gonna win it whether it be thirty two yeah. to thirty one I just don't think they're gonna win it. <laughs> Watch them both be like two and eight going into this game. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, this is uh this is a tough stretch here because week twelve we all, we have the Bills and we all have them winning that game. Yeah. 
Um, yep. That might come as a surprise to some. Also Matt, breaking out the Kelly Greens in this game, too. Uh, and I think for that very reason, crowd's going to be hype. Kind of like what you know what we did with Trey Turner. When one person is down, what do we do? We give him a standing ovation, and they run the table. And he runs the table. He's like one of the best hitting shortstops now in the National League. It's great. So I think this is exactly what we need. We need to kind of bounce the season back, kind of get back on the right footing. Bills, mm-hmm. sorry man, we know you're good, but we're better at home with the Kelly Greens. We're pulling this one out, baby. That's what I thought. Yeah. I just think after the Chiefs lost, they're gonna run the table. So I don't have I don't have a thought for each team. Oh, there you I just go. think it's gonna be like, oh, so this is what we have to do. Pew! And then just go. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like there's some cracks appearing in the Bills facade. You know, there's the rumors that Stefan Diggs isn't happy. Yeah, uh, that you know, Bengals so. loss on at home in the divisional round last year really hurt them, yeah. I think. It's yeah. like it's going to be tough for them to kind of bounce back uh, in regards to that, you know, and a lot of, a lot of pressures on them to try and get back just to the AFC championship game, let alone qualifying for the Super Bowl. So, you know, lots on them. So, yeah. So now we get to week 13, which may be the most interesting week of the season. The 40 whiners, the San Francisco 40 whiners coming to town for the first time since the NFC championship game. Oh boy. We'll see how many quarterbacks Kyle Shanahan has had killed by that time already. (laughs) They'll probably be on their fifth string quarterback by that point. And Mm -hmm. we'll kill two more of them in that game, Mm -hmm. which is why I have them for a win. Yeah. Yeah, Brett Favre is going to be the quarterback of that team by the end of the year. <laughs> I'm not even sure Brett Favre would want a quarterback this team. You know, that kind of a deal. Well, They're going to be that well, deep into, like, Madden, Madden fantasy franchise where you're just picking <laughs> retired guys out to start. Like, Montana can't play because he's 70, but Favre can come in. <laughs> yeah. Well... I mean, their their plan was to get Philip Rivers out of retirement if they had beaten us in the NFC yeah. Championship game. So, oh my God. you wow. never know, never know. Never now, know. this did yeah. this did not stop me when I was playing Tecmo Bowl the other night from picking the Forty ers and thrashing the Miami Dolphins sixty three to nothing <laughs> on, the, on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but we're talking Montana, right? Jerry Rice, and John Taylor. Yeah, yes, that was when they were cool. Not yeah. this team. Uh, I am yeah, concerned exactly. about their quarterback health. Um, like every quarterback, <laughs> I'm concerned about quarterback health when it comes to playing the Philadelphia Eagles and having 19 guys that can come off the line faster than uh, your offensive line can stand up. So, or I don't, I don't care up tight end. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to make this challenge to start. Kyle Shanahan. Don't block Hassan Brown. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't block Hassan Raddick. Just let him go to your quarterback. It works every single time you call play. Just don't block Hassan Raddick. You'll be fine. We'll take care of you. And there's more of them now. Somehow I see Christian McCaffrey quarterbacking in the game. (laughs) Which works out for me in fantasy if he throws the ball, so you never know. I don't know. He didn't do too well in the NFC Championship game as the quarterback. So. All right, week 14, we get the return match at Dallas Cowboys Sunday Night Football. You guys both picked the win. I picked the loss. This was my splitting, and I just gave him the, the loss on yep. the road. Yep. And I think you guys did. Yep. John's already explained his. Mm-hmm. Yep. Week 15, this is where Matt officially loses his mind. Yeah. <laughs> John and I both have the Eagles winning against the Seahawks. 
Matt has a loss. Oh, it's, it's totally West Coast. It's Is totally your... West Coast. Okay. That's my rationale. I'm thinking because of the Rams, it's the same deal. You're going all the way out there to Seattle, out in the middle of nowhere. Pacific Northwest, very difficult. I think it's a loss. I don't know why. Okay. Just have a feeling, gut instinct. You know, and I was right last year. I want to make a very important point. <laughs> last year, I picked them to beat the Packers of the three of us, and I was correct. So I don't want to hear whether or not I've lost my mind yet. I have not officially lost my mind. I may have um, lost it somewhere, but it's, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say I haven't hit you with lemon one yet. And you, <laughs> you this, this betrays some level of um, cognitive decline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is, uh, Plus, in a year from now, I'm going to be eating my shorts. Yes. <laughs> Seahawks win. Seahawks win. Seahawks, Seahawks win. Seahawks win. <laughs> then we got week 16, the Giants on Christmas. And we all have wins. Yeah. Ha. It's, it's the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? We get that murderous row right after the bye week. And then we get the Giants, the Cardinals, and then at the Giants to, to wrap it out. We all have them getting those last three wins. I'm especially looking forward to the Cardinals game. I have no, you know, oh, I yeah. just think that Jonathan Gannon will either be fired by then or he will come in and like at like maybe, I don't know, four and what would that be? Four and 12 or something like that, four and 11. And we just beat the absolute piss out of his defense. Like, and it's 56 to nothing or something like that, yeah. and, you know, and, and or it's snowing and we kill them 56 to nothing in the snow. It would be like one of the greatest games ever, you know, that kind of thing. So we'll see. <laughs> but that is going to be, that's going to be fun. Spoken like a true vengeful Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I only commented the last uh, three weeks is I'm not worried about quarterback health in these last three weeks. I can't <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't. Care less. He could not Put care it. less. That's right. Care less. Uh, John's not a Daniel Jones lover, I guess. <laughs> and Kyle Murray's an asshole. Um, Dan, no, Dan. <laughs> Look, just because he cost you fantasy league last year doesn't and, mean and you can trash him in real more, life. I'm just saying. And we're abroad of practice. Um. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Not okay with when it's in your contract that you actually have to study the playbook, you know you've got yes. a problem. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. All right. So to tally that up, John and I both have the Eagles winning 13 games. So that's a step back from last year. Mm -hmm. And Matt has them only winning 12 games. So Matt gets beat with the lemon bag. Yep. All right. So I guess where does this go playoff wise? I think at 13 wins, they still win the division. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say. Where does that put them in the conference? I think that still puts them number one in the conference. That's number one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because it's the if they win the division, they're obviously ahead of the Cowboys and the 40 liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't see anybody out of the north or I, south no, no. you know being the number one seed no so I, I that'll put them one in the conference i i guess i'm gonna put them back in the super bowl oh okay wow okay nice i would nice. i would consider Boring it injury. A bust, yeah <laughs> i would consider it a bust of the season 
if they don't make it back to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll win the Super Bowl. Back to the Super Bowl. They at least have to go back. They got a chance with number one behind center. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Number one, um, formerly number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> number one and two. Uh, I, even, all right, you got twelve and five. Yeah, right. Yeah, even no, if, you got twelve and five, Matt. Where are you going with this? The, I still think they're the number one team in the NFC. Uh, At twelve wins, mm-hmm. yeah, five losses. And wow, and that's five, a yeah. shitty conference. <laughs> because I think what will happen is that the Cowboys will probably be ten and six. And I think the 49ers. Well, they can't be. No, not 10 and, six, 10 and seven. And wow. I think the uh, 49ers will be 11 and six. Or they'll be tied with us, but we'll have the edge of the tie break because we beat them head to head. So they both could be 12 and five. But because I have them winning against the 49ers, that will be ahead of them. And the Niners will have to go through two additional, you know, two rounds in order to get to us again. Um, I do. I think they make the Super Bowl. I think as long as Jalen Hurts remains upright, um, I'm a little worried about quarterback too. Uh, Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota doesn't really inspire a whole heck of a lot of confidence. But if you got Jalen, not after this preseason, no. But after you <laughs> no. have uh, Jalen, you know, 100. percent If you have him 100 percent the entire year, this team goes back to the Super Bowl. I agree. Whether or not they love, win it is another story. But they I'd love to back. know when's the last time a conference had a five loss team be have their number one seed. Yeah. That would be something else. Yeah. yeah. That's you're going out on a limb there, pal. Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch, no question about it. I think there's some I think the AFC is very tough. And I think Agreed. they will beat up on the NFC as a result of this. But those cumulative losses by the NFC, or you know, and the cumulative wins, you know, created within the conference in the NFC, I still think the Eagles are the class of the conference, hundred percent. Even though I have them with five losses, I still think they're the class of the conference, um, and still the number one seed overall. But uh, yeah, it is a little bit of a down year, I think. I think the AFC has better teams overall across the board. I would agree with that. And it really depends if we win another championship, whether or not we go up against Mahomes, or. If it, it does happen to be Josh Allen or if it happens to be Joe Burrow, they're tough. They are yeah. really tough. They're good you know, good football teams over there in the AFC. So it's going to be hard, but we are the best team in the conference by far, by far. And even if we have four or five losses, we're still number one overall. So, And that's the bottom line because massive head trauma. Matt said so. Heck yeah. There you go. All right. Well, game one this weekend. We're looking forward to it. And that also wraps up episode 153 of two noobs talking we'll be back at you next week who knows where john will be whether it be home or on the road he we, he doesn't tell us so <laughs> <laughs> it's all a secret matt he'll be bludgeoned to death with lemons by this time next i'll week. be right here with bruises yeah. all over <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so good i was just saying the Roomba might be in charge by that point <laughs> so it'll be two noobs, uh, two noobs and a Roomba next week. Yeah. So until then, we T-W-O-R. shall see you. Enjoy the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this Eagle season over, except if you're Glenn. Yes. Until next week, we'll say see you later. Yes, Cowboys still suck. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us here at Two Noobs Talking. If you want more of Two Noobs on social media, we're here for you. You can find us by searching Two Noobs Talking on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Clapper. 
Have a great week, and we look forward to delivering another great episode to you next week. Take care.